What's up? Are we starting already? I think so. Okay. Let's do it. We've been waiting around for a little while. We got some Christmas action today. Hey, we look like the holidays. Merry Christmas. What is that? Happy holidays. You don't know? Well, I do when she sang it because you so, did it perfectly in tune. It sounded like a song. Oh, it did? Yeah. Hey, give me a record deal somewhere. Yeah, hey, I love it. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Tug of More, just a conversation between two, two friends. friends that work together in life and in ministry, Yep. and we know that God has something more for us. Right, and there's a tug, a tension, a fight between where we are and where we want to be, and so we keep fighting. We yeah. don't give up, but how do we do it? So this is just a conversation yeah, about it. I grew up playing Tug of War. I loved it. It's yeah. one of my favorite games to play like in recess Yeah. Uh, in like in high school we had this thing called interclass games. Did you ever have that? No. You, you were like nine people in Oklahoma school. <laughs> right. We had like millions of people in my high school. And so like we would have like these competitions between freshmen and sophomores and uh, sophomores okay. and juniors and seniors. Yeah. I was always on the tug war team a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, of course. I... It is hard. No, right. It's hard to try to pull something. I was a little runt kid, so I was just the one that they put in the spot that it didn't matter, and I would just let go, because why? It was hard, and it would hurt your hands, and you might get trampled on, and I yep. think sometimes in life, when we're going towards more, that's what happens. We start yep. feeling like, oh man, I'm getting trampled on. What do I do? It's a good thing you don't show up on Squid Games. Hey, that's that's bad Straight show. pulled those dudes to death. That is not a good, yeah, no, that's not fun. Oh, we do not condone that show. If what, wait, what is the Squid Games that yeah. you're speaking of? <laughs> what is of? that? I don't know. I don't watch TV filth like that. Yeah, I did. There's all kind of, hey, it's about to be Christmas, yeah. uh, Thanksgiving, like that. Holiday. Holiday. People be watching some TV right now. Yeah. All the, What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, dude, do you even need to ask? Yeah, I already know what you're going to say. I mean, some people argue that's not a Christmas movie, but I'll, I'll argue back with you. Die Hard yep, is a Christmas a movie. Uh I love Ernest Saved Christmas. Oh, my word. Y'all remember Ernest? Ernest P. World? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I liked, uh, I mean, actually, Rocky Four is a Christmas movie. Rocky Four is yeah. a Christmas movie? Yeah. He goes to Russia during Christmas and fights Ivan. And so, yeah, that, it's it's, that barely, it, it's barely a Christmas movie. I watch, uh, we watch the Griswolds every year. That's okay. like, a, we have to, we do the Christmas story, like Red Rider, Red Rider BB gun, you'll shoot your eye out. Well, that's one that you have to watch because it's just like on TBS for Everywhere. 48 hours. Or yeah. yeah. I didn't grow up with cable though in Oklahoma. And so I know. I would go to my friend Josh's house and be like, we can watch Christmas Story because What I did didn't... you watch? You just had like three channels? Yes. You didn't know that? Yeah. Kind of depravity. Hey, that's why I love it's like the a third world. It's like a third world country over there. <laughs> Come no, on, Oklahoma, Texas I, is hey, hat. Hey, I know. I don't know. No, those are uh, probably, oh, and Elf. Smiley's oh, my favorite. So yeah, yeah. Elf, Elf. I love that one. Yeah, The Grinch. Yeah. This is not a Christmas episode. What no, are we we're doing? not even doing it. I don't know. We just look like Christmas. So we're talking about All right. What's up? What's up? What are we talking about today? Uh, oh, it's my, I really wanted to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, it's Whitney's, Whitney's, Whitney's pick day. This is my one pick day that <laughs> I have. No, out of 45 I, episodes. <laughs> yeah, finally, I get to choose one, Just guys. kidding. I know, no. I, uh, I wanted to talk about something that we've been real intentional about in our ministry, life, business, everything. Um, and that is the idea of like the culture of honor. Honor. That when you work with people... Um, when you're in dynamics of relationship that it can be easy you and I right now on the show we tease each other constantly right yeah more I tease you yeah yeah that's probably than more you tease <laughs> me then sometimes I do and you're looking at me like 
Why'd you say that? It's because I look <laughs> tough, but I'm actually just it's a big tender baby. in your heart. I will cry <laughs> at the drop of a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we've been intentional to build a culture of honor, one that goes up, down, sideways, all the way around. Yeah. Because uh, we think it's super uh, important. And so what's funny is now that we've been in this world of the way we do what we do, when we go and visit other places, other businesses, other churches, we notice now when they're missing that. I yeah. think that sometimes you don't realize you need it until you have it and then you're like, whoa, they're missing it. So let's talk first about what honor is. Yes. Honor is um, elevating someone else. Yeah. Honor is talking about someone or to right. someone in a way of respect and kind of elevating them, not in a put them on a pedestal nope. right. or like gas them up, right. not that, no, right. but like, um, showing respect. No, right. I was going to say mutual respect, but then respect that kind of goes above yeah. the mutual, regular respect that we would expect from people. And I think you do a great job of it uh, intentionally in every area where you honor people that are serving and volunteering that you might not even know, but you're yeah. so intentional to say thank you, to say that they're doing a great job, to call out things that are good in them. So it's like respect, but then also kindness it's like simple words that we mm -hmm. think are not a big deal but it can so easily be lacking uh when you're tugging for more yeah because in more you and i talk about all the time we get in work mode we're trying yeah, to get yeah. junk done and we're get, we get frustrated by the people who aren't pulling alongside us but what yeah. we found is if we'll actually honor them we'll get more done along the way yeah if we'll just be kind and if we'll um you know it's easy to try to want to pull people down yeah you know, yeah. if, if you throw a bunch of crabs in a bucket, mm -hmm. the the crab could climb out, but the other crabs will pull the crab down to try yep. to get themselves down. Yep. And sometimes in life we live this, like, if I can just pull the people around me down and step on them, then I can get out. Right. But I think that instead, if we would honor those around us, if we would elevate, show respect to yep. people around us, if we would push them up, it raises us right. in, in the process. But it feels kind of... Uh, backwards. It's not like our natural human instinct. No, it's intentional. I think you always say the thing that if we speak to things that aren't as though they are, they can become. Yeah. And I think that that's a big piece of what honor is, that we speak to the honor of who you are, who I see you can be, who, who the more that God's called you to. And if we can do that for each other, yeah, we elevate each other and ourselves. No, that's really good. And you said at the beginning, there's honor up and sideways and down. Yeah. But I remembered a, a story. Do it. Uh, that I think was the first time that I uh, remember wanting to be able to honor somebody. Okay, I love so, it. So uh, it was at Christmas. Yeah. And I'm from Michigan. And so up in the north, everybody has basements. Yes. And so we would always go over to one of my aunt's house for like Christmas Eve mm -hmm. dinner. Mm -hmm. And my grandpa, my dad's dad, had a lot of like physical issues as mm -hmm. he got older. He had a really hard time going up and down the stairs. But she had this big like... Uh, kind of party room in the basement yeah and it's where and it had like a walkout basement you know to the backyard and so it's where we would always go and my grandpa as he got older he couldn't walk down the stairs mm -hmm. and so my dad and like one of my uncles or cousins would put my grandpa like in a in a chair yeah and would carry him down the Downstairs. stairs yeah and i remember like <clears throat> watching them do that as like a little boy right and thinking like how cool it was that they were helping my grandpa, they could have just left him up, like right. left him upstairs. Right. 
They could have said, sorry, we'll put on a TV show for you. And yeah, yeah, but they did something that was hard work. Right. That was, I mean, dude, they're bent over. They got their underpants sticking out the back of their draw. You know what I'm saying? They're like bumping in each other, but they, they, they did this hard thing to honor my grandfather. So he could be down and be a part of what was happening in the family. And so I just, I don't know. I remember, I remember seeing that and thinking like, I can't wait until one day I'm able to help carry somebody into a place they can't get to. It's really good. And so I think that I've done that just a lot in life as I've followed other pastors. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to carry their podium out before they speak. Yeah. I've wanted to get them a bottle of water and like just drive them to the airport, drive them there just to help whatever you can. And I don't even know if I knew I was honoring them. Right. I just thought this is the right. This is this this, is the right. This is the honorable right thing to do, because when you honor someone, you are now honorable. Correct. No, exactly. Instead of disrespectful. I think what happens sometimes is that we want to be honored. We want to be people who are respected. Someone carry me somewhere. Yeah, someone. uh, I work hard. I do a lot. But what uh, what the Bible, uh, which is our context, tells us that like uh, the servant of all, like that's what we're called to be. And so it's serving people, loving people, being kind to people. But when we're able to do that up, uh, I think that in certain areas of life, then we learn that we can do it down. And what you're great at is honoring people down. You're the leader of our organization. And, um, and so years ago we were intentional. I was intentional to say, okay, we're going to make sure you are shown honor that people are going to know. They're not going to just call you Trustin. They're going to call you pastor Trustin because they're going to have honor behind, uh, the name even of who you are and what you do and, and, and the gifting and the calling that God's placed on your life. And at first I could feel weird especially in our dynamic because yeah. I'm a girl, you're a boy, whatever. Uh, people are like, why is she being so whatever? Well, and we're friends. Yeah. And so it was weird to like be at dinner. Yeah. And oh, just gosh. laughing and be trust in one minute, but mm-hmm. then the next minute receive this honor. And it wasn't fake. No. But and it, I was think intention- that's what, it was intentional. It was intentional. Right. Yeah. It wasn't pretend. It was, uh, I worked for a dentist office. I've told you that before. And like, I knew these, the, the dentists outside of the office, but to the patients, they were the doctor, so yeah. I didn't call them their name. I called them doctor, whatever. In the same regard, in our ministry life, I was intentional. No, yes, I love and care about this person, and we can joke and tease each other all we right, want, right, right. but in front of other people, I'm going to show the utmost honor. You won't hear me uh, talk negative about you or down to you <clears throat> ever to anyone else because I want them to hold you in that same place and regard. Right, and same, I think same I yeah. do for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we got to get to the upside and down yeah, no, but, but before right. okay do that we've been in in environments where there's not honor right and so let's talk about the culture shift that needs to take place yeah, and well, like maybe some symptoms if you're in a culture in your business in your home in your ministry where there's not honor being shown. and likely if you have not been intentional to have a culture of honor you probably have a culture of dishonor yeah. just because human nature is to what you just said, the yeah. crab thing is to step and push. And, and so if you, if you it, recognize that you're not a scrub, you just yeah. now have to make some cho- being choices. A cr- being a critic or yeah. negative yeah. is the easiest form of human connection. Absolutely. Like, have you ever been in line? Um, have you ever been like in line at the grocery store yep. and the, you know, the checkout person's like going slow or right. something. You don't know the people in line behind you, no. but it's so easy to turn to them and be like, 
Can't believe they're taking so it's long. The, it's literally the easiest form of connection right. is to just be negative. It's right. just to be negative. And so I think that that in our own insecurities that sometimes we don't know what to say. Yeah. So we just say things that are uh, kind of rude yeah. or like just not. Jokey. Yeah. Sarcastic. Sarcastic. Yeah. And we just are punks yeah. sometimes. And, and it, I meet. I it meet, builds. We were, we were at a pastor's thing not too long ago. And uh, there was a like some of our team yeah. at a table and some yeah. of another team at a table. This other team was so mean to each other. Right, right. We were like, whoa, what? Why are you why are you acting like right. this? Why are you saying this to each other? Like this is the whole the whole conversation was Wait, like mwah, yeah. Mwah, yeah. But instead you can just make a decision to to honor. Yeah. So you said if you're in that culture and you need to shift into a new culture, what's the things that we do? Well the first one is um, when we decided to shift to a culture of honor, that's what we said. Hey guys, we're shifting to a culture of honor. Yeah. We're, we were very intentional yeah. of like, this is who we will be. We've talked about our values before and how uh, how we do what we do is so important, but but we will have a culture of honor is something you said from day one. And then we had to work towards it. And then we had to call it out when it wasn't honoring, like yeah. when things weren't uh, the way they should be. And then we had to, what I think is what you do the best. We had to lead it by example. We had to show it mm -hmm. uh, out loud. Yeah. So you got to identify that there's not honor yeah, and then talk about what you want it to be. Yeah. And then in moments, make that decision to speak up instead of to speak down. Right. Just last night, I feel like we're always throwing Parker uh, into these illustrations, but just last night, we had a big worship night uh -huh. at uh, at Living Church. Hundreds of people came, we're worshiping. At the end, I kind of get up to close and I want to say, I'm saying something about our student ministry. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I'm talking about our student ministry and, and, you know, and I said, Where, where's Parker at? And Parker wasn't in the room. He was out praying with somebody in the lobby. Yeah. But in my head, the first thing that like comes to my human brain yeah. is make a joke about how he's out there slacking. Right, 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 right. Right? Right. And everybody, the room would have laughed. Man, oh, Parker, he probably out there picking his nose, right? right? To say something that's dishonoring. But I know Parker. Right. I know whatever he's doing out there is something that is ministry, right. ministry and is beneficial. And what good does it do him? And what good does it do me right. to make a joke down? Right. No. Instead, I know that he's not in there. I said, hey, somebody go get him. I need him here. Yeah. I need him here. He needs to hear this. Yeah. God has a word for him. I, yeah. I took it up right. to, to bless him instead of throw it down well what happens i think is in human nature in that moment like we'll just break it down you you say that and then the person you want to speak to is not in the place so what would happen to i'm not saying you but maybe you uh in that moment would be oh i'm kind of embarrassed for sure because yeah, the person insecure. i'm calling for out for isn't here oh now i'm insecure yeah. oh so let me just speak negative about them so i get the laugh and i look cool yeah but instead, what so that's what we do to think, oh, then I'll look cool. I'll look like the honorable one. But what we've learned and found is that when we speak with honor, we receive so much honor because what that did instead was you called him out in a way of like, hey, get him, bring him in here. He's important. Which he's important. He's yeah. valuable. And you showing that val value to him in the room builds, builds so much value to you yeah. because everyone around you is a leader, uh, says this is a leader I want to follow. That's yeah. someone I want to be around because not only, uh, someone even posted about you later that uh, great leaders are people that want that people want to follow or good leaders are people, someone people want to follow, but great leaders are people uh, who 
make other people feel like they're valuable and worthy right. to also be who they are called to be. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what showing honor does. And so uh, while we were intentional for, yeah, hey, I'm going to show you honor. I'm going to show you honor. You are naturally an honorable, honoring person. That's who you are. It's your gifting. You love to not just not just honor, but also to show with kindness, yeah. you're a gift giver, you're one of those kind of people, that it has built such a culture of honor in our whole house. Um, man, that is so valuable and non-purchasable. Non, non-purchasable. We at Living Church did not have a culture of honor. At all. And uh, I remember when I stepped into yeah. being the senior leader, uh, we had a guy come in to speak. Right. And so my hope was that this guest guest preacher would honor me somehow. I love whenever I say something and I'm like, I hope he's going to get what I'm saying and say the story. And then you do. It's the that's Lord. exactly what I was thinking. I'm so glad. And so I'm sitting there and I brought this guy in to preach. And like the church is literally falling apart. Right. People left, people mad, all kind oh, of things. Right. I've been here faithful, doing my very right. best to just keep the thing alive. And I'm hoping this guy is going to like say. He's known you a long time. I, thought, I just hope he's going to say, yep. you know, I've known Trustin for 10 years. and He's a hard worker and he loves yep. Lord. He treats wife good. Nothing. None of that. And I'm like. He talks. He <clears throat> kind of like told everyone like, y'all better get to work loving people. It's kind of what his message was. Which God. was already who. Yeah. And I remember you were so, uh, yeah, disappointed afterward. Because yeah, I'm trying to shift the culture. And I think this guy can come in yeah. and he can just say and some it positive it wasn't that words. his message was bad. It was great. And it, what the challenge he gave to people, I'm sure it helped and affected yeah. their life. But what we were hoping for is yeah. not what he But, you know, we, t we talked about shifting the culture of honor, but you're the one who did it. No, well, thanks, but it was no. intentional. <clears throat> it was intentional, but I'm saying for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For people to respect yeah. uh me. Right. You you have to No. Nope. It'd be really weird for a leader of any organization to get up and be like, all y'all need to respect me. <laughs> that's <laughs> if you that's have to very ask for egotistical. Respect, uh, you definitely don't have any. Yeah, right. but I think that you you shifted the culture. Yeah. I mean, we you started clapping right when I would preach. You would amen right. when it was you go back and listen to some of our like oh, early it's absurd. You listen to it's some absurd. of our early sermons like five, six years yeah. ago, and I'm just up there preaching my guts out. And all you do is hear Rachel and Whitney for sure yeah. on the front row. Amen. No, all right. Oklahoma E. Yeah. Clapping and like shifting culture is hard. No, it's super it's hard. It's heaviest to tug it in the beginning. Well, but you helped shift that culture. And I had to be willing to face adversity to do it. I've told the story, I don't think I've told on the podcast though, that uh, there were some other people in the room who had been a part of old culture that started literally mocking, taking, uh, literally I caught them one day, like taking, nar uh, what do you call it? Tally, marks. tally marks yeah. of how many times I would either cheer or say, you got this or amen or that's good or whatever. And I finally just confronted it because I was like, this is silly. This is who we say that we're gonna be. Why are you attacking me for yeah. what I'm doing the thing? And what would have been easy would have instead, because it made me feel insecure. Absolutely, it did. Yeah. It made me feel stupid uh, that I'm just the blonde, loud lady. That's already the stereotype uh, yeah. about girls like me. Uh, but instead, I was like, hey, I just want to talk to you. Like, this is the culture we're trying to set. Yeah. What's going on here? Because yeah. that is actually doing super damage. So you have to call out, if you're trying well, we, to build a culture of honor, you have to call out anybody dishonor. who's trying to, 
Yeah, still bring dishonor. You can't, you can't let dishonor live. Uh-uh. And so we had a, a actual meeting yeah. at my house. I don't know if we've talked about clean the plate here, but we had a, we had a meeting at my house with all of our staff. Yeah. And I talked about, here's what our culture will be and here's what it won't be. Yeah. And I made a commitment and I said, I will not dishonor you. Right. Right. I said, but you're not going to dishonor me or any other people on right. the team. Yeah. And like gave a real hard line of like, we're having a cultural reset. And at the end literally said, and you're going to grow or you're going to go. Right. Absolutely. Like, we, this is, we're not mocking each other. No. We're no longer teasing each other. We're not talking down to one another. We're not making up rude nicknames. We're right. not doing all these things anymore. And if you do it, you're not going to do it here. Right. And so that was hard. Yeah. But, but listen opened, to our podcast, I don't give a crap. Right, we don't give a crap. Like, whatever. But but that, you doing that first. So you, as the as the head, setting, head setting leader, the tone. you had to right. set the tone. You had to set uh, the rules of engagement. But that gave me so much freedom to go and say, hey, hey, you're not following what what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Why are you doing what you're doing? And hey, that's dishonoring to me. It hurts my feelings. Yeah. But it's also dishonoring to the culture we're trying to build. That was super uh, intentional. So one, uh, the honor culture is not just up to the leader, the one leader. It's up yeah. to each person on For the sure. team. Yeah. And and then you have to be willing to call it out, face the adversity of it, and decide which what's more important. Yeah. And we definitely decided it was more important. And golly, the result of it. Yeah. Now, six years later, is incredible. Yeah. Today, we're we're in a really incredibly crazy, wonderful season at Living Church, and we had uh, a bunch of people working hard, blood, sweat, and tears, getting their hands callous this morning. Yeah. And we uh, f- flew in, not, not on an actual plane. Uh, we did not on an airplane, but we flew in like uh, into the room. You recorded something for Christmas. Uh, we said, hey, we love y'all. Smile, smile, hugs, hugs. And then we flew out to come record this. Yeah. And you and I were talking about it. Like the culture of honor is such that instead of them being like, well, why aren't you working? Why are you Why are you showing up to work are, day in some fancy, yeah, fancy in some shoes. fancy white shoes? You're right. wearing white shoes to a work day. Right. But instead I picked up a box and somebody said, no, no, pastor, give it, took it, took it out of my hands. Yeah. They're like, we got it. Right. Right. But it's because we've worked really hard to create a culture of honor. But then well, but then that it trickles everywhere. Trickles. That it's not just that you're like, hey, you better honor me. Okay, yeah. I don't carry boxes. But it's that you are so intentional to honor everyone. <clears throat> no, I'm getting excited now. Oh, okay. No, it's great. No, yes, good. There's, there's a TED Talk that we listen to. See, I can pick a good topic to talk about too. When he picks half the half the topics, we we pick the topics together. There's a TED talk that we've listened to a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, I do not remember what it's called. Which one is it? The the first dancer one. Oh yeah, the crazy dancer. Uh, how to start a movement. There's a TED talk called How to Start a Movement. We'll link it. Okay. And uh, (laughs) I'm telling you, dude, this will change. This will change how you shift culture. Yeah. And it essentially in the in the TED talk, there's a guy who's like showing a concert and it's showing this guy in a field at a concert, this one guy dancing like a maniac and he looks super weird. He probably high, but whatever. Hey, they're definitely on drugs. But so then <laughs> runs up another guy who starts dancing with the first guy. Yeah. <clears throat> and the first guy like starts teaching him how to do it. They're doing and this like, weird move. Yeah. And then now these two guys are dancing in a right. field and... After 
after a couple minutes, here comes another guy and another. then more. And before you know it, like a mob of people are running and they're all doing this stupid dance. Yeah. And it's this idea how to start a movement. Yeah. And the most important thing the first dancer did was honor yep. the second dancer. Yep. It literally says if you see that he's treating the second guy as an equal. Yes. That that in this dance, I'm not the head dancer and yeah. you're the sidekick. Yeah. We're we're dancing together. Yeah. And so we've watched that a bunch of times. And we showed a, it. There's a thousand like leadership yes. lessons in just this one clip. We've 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 showed it at conferences, oh, we've yeah. taught it oh, all yeah. kind of things. It's worth watching. Um and it's honor. Yeah. It's honor in the goofiest form of these two druggies with no shirts on dance on a hillside. But he, because he honored, a movement yeah. was able to start. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I've said it before, but the way you've honored me in not just being a woman in ministry, but but a leader in this house, a, a pastor, a, a boss, lady, whatever, all the words. Man, what you've done for me, I'm always forever grateful yeah. for, but also has set the tone for how we get to do what we get to do. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was intentional to shift and help shift. Mm -hmm. I was the first crazy dancer, or the follower to the first crazy dancer that yeah. was you. Uh, but but then you did re the reciprocal yeah. thing of it. And so because of that, man, we've been able to, I think, build one of the most honoring houses yeah. uh, of places of worship and, and churches uh, in, I think, the country, maybe the world. I don't yeah. know. So, okay, let's talk about the, the directions that okay. we honor. I think that one of the easiest places to start honoring right. is honoring what we would consider up. Right. Um, but it's not honor for self-gain. Yes. So like, so, so like if I see a pastor or have a mentor or somebody who is farther along, more maturity, advanced, accomplished more than I have, that should be an easy place for me to show on yeah. it. Now, some guys don't do it. Some dudes say, just want to flex right. everywhere. Some, some people don't. That's a hard they, issue. They can't but, learn nothing nowhere. Right. But I think honoring up is an easy, if like, you have a heart thank you honor. for who you are. Right. Thank you for what you've done in my life. This person has made a major impact, like well, speaking over how yeah. important they are. You can are. think of, uh, you know, if we met the guy who did the How to Start a Movement TED Talk, yes. we would easily be like, bro, you've done so much yeah. to help our culture. Thank yeah. you. And so I think it's easy because you can point out things that they've done that are honorable, that yeah. are worthy of your respect. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes the other ones, I think, are where you have to be intentional. For sure. To decide to see it and yeah. then to call it out. Yeah. So honoring people up, yeah. but then honoring your your peers, yeah. honoring people that are like at your near your mm -hmm. age level. If you live in constant competition, you are going to have a very hard time honoring. Yeah. You're going to have a hard time living, but you're also going to have a hard time. No, it's true. Like once, once you can, we were just talking today about how we have some friends who've, uh, planted churches or started churches yeah. and they kind of go in with like two guys that are co-leading yeah. and it just seems to never work right because they're in this like weird competition and instead of trying to honor the other right. they're trying to pull the other down and push themselves up yeah the hope is that we'll be yeah that we want we want to be seen we want to be honored and so instead of uh instead of honoring those next to us we're like who sees me who wants to honor me and again if we can be intentional it's a heart it's a heart thing it all goes together of that we have to guard our heart and decide hey i'm tugging for more i'm pushing for more in my life i'm going to get where i'm supposed to be because god's going to take care of me and honor that and i'm going to keep working hard but i don't need anybody else to call it out 
I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to stay yeah. in my lane, but I'm going to call out the things in you because I'm going to help push you forward. I'm going to yeah. encourage you. I'm going to ask you a question I already know the answer to. Okay. Have you ever had a commission job? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, me too. When you're working a job where you where you make money based off of commission, yeah. you want you do not honor the people that you work for, no. work with. No, so you're trying to steal sales and like screw them and I'm going to hook myself up. Yeah. And I think that sometimes in life, we still think we're working on a commission. It's really good. If I can make them look bad or weak or not enough, then I'm going to be perceived as more valuable. Absolutely. I worked for uh, cosmetic companies forever, uh, fragrance companies, makeup, all the things. And we would be taught the things to say. Uh, that would set our company apart, the things that were better than others. And so, yeah, yeah, they might tell it just in a way that sounded nicer, but what they were really saying is, our fragrance line has this much of a a pure purity, an oil concentration, this and that. That one over there, mm, garbage. That's so good. Yeah. You're gonna spray that. It's not gonna last all day. But this one, yeah, it's gonna be what you want. This one's from France. This one's from I don't know where. I don't want to say a country and somebody get mad at me. <laughs> but like, not France. Not France. <laughs> and so, uh, but they they would intentionally teach you things like that, and I think that happens. I mean, even from a young age in school, like who's the line leader? I wanted right. to be the line leader every day, but yeah. only I only got it on the rotation of nine kids that were in my class. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Um, but so honor sideways. You got to honor the people that are shoulder to shoulder with you, yeah. even if they're a little bit up or if they're well, a little bit down or where they are there's no reason to talk in a positive way to tell them good job to speak well about them when they're not around right. listen you can badmouth somebody about anything yeah that's that's and easy yeah you can point out something wrong with every person on earth yeah it's easy right. that is not a gift no. that is not a talent that's called being a jerk right what if instead of looking at the things that are weaknesses in people, right. we looked at the things that are strengths right. and we and, called uh, and we honored them? Yeah. No, I think for me, the reason why it was so easy to honor you up as you became the leader was because for so long we had been really good friends yeah. and you had always been one who honored uh, all of us. And you, you yeah. s- we see each other and honor each other well. And because of that, then when you were elevated to a, a higher level i didn't go oh well now my friend thinks he's so fancy instead yeah. it was my honor to yeah. honor you <clears throat> well and you know because your husband always honored me yeah no it's true and your husband honored me aaron honored me and spoke positively yeah. to me and about me yeah and pushed me our whole friendship yeah and so in our friendship we were already on already each other and so it just flowed over into our organization yeah exactly okay let's talk about honoring people that are I hate to use the word beneath you because that sounds gross, but well, like but honoring people that are younger or uh, uh, lower on the flow chart of yeah, your organization. Or that it or, seems like they don't have anything to offer you. Yes. No, right. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I, this is exactly what you, you just said. It's easy to honor people that you're like, oh, you've made a difference in my life. You can give these, me something. You, yeah. You That's can, called selfishness. Yeah. <laughs> but to honor people who. Um, yeah, what's in it for me? Nothing is simply to say, Hey, I'm going to call out the positive things I see in you. And it can be as simple and as intentional as uh, a pair of shoes. So Rachel and I, when we're together, your wife, Rachel and I, when we're together, um, we always make a friend somewhere because we're intentional to just say to this random person that we don't know, that's not going to honor, offer us anything. Yeah. 
you look so cute today or oh this is so great you're so awesome they in in light of our life are beneath us not because they're beneath us but because you, you don't they, know the, i don't know them yeah. they have nothing to offer me but what we found in doing that is that people light up what Thank you. Yeah. And the same is true in your organization. For us, we have a bunch of interns here uh, at Living Church. And anytime I can see anything that any of them are doing great and just say, hey, hey, you you did that so well. You mm-hmm. you led that moment so well. You spoke with so much authority and confidence. You did this or that. The the confidence that's instilled in them, the the light that shines on their face man, it pours back in. And what it really does is it ends up in the end that yeah. they do offer something to us. That in yeah. the end, they do pour back into our organization tenfold what they were doing before yeah. just because of some simple words of encouragement and yeah. honor. You know, I remember when I was young and just kind of getting into ministry, I wanted to start traveling to preach. Yeah. And it's like I couldn't break into it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't get asked. I don't know if that's proper English. I could, nobody would ask me. I had, had not been asked, I don't know. And then finally, um, uh, a buddy of mine asked me to come and preach his youth camp. Yeah. And it was 100 kids or something. Yeah. And I went and went great. And then a guy, John Catron, shout out if you're watching, he works in Springfield yeah. now. He invited me to come and preach the North Texas camp, 900 kids. Yeah. And he didn't need to. Right. Like big budget, he could have got anybody nationally, but he had seen me be faithful for years. Yeah. And he he looked down to me yep. and he honored me to give me an opportunity mm-hmm. to do something. And man, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I'm thankful that this guy who didn't know me paid enough attention to honor me to let me step into some shoes that maybe I'd on paper I didn't look ready to fill. Right. And so right. now that I'm in the position that I'm at, yes, it's great. I love um, yes. Bump setting people. Right. I love helping people uh, go and speak. We yeah. had a guy on our team who was not ready to go preach youth camps. No, right. But I, I told the a guy that he, he could and that he would nail it. And I gave him a bunch of my sermons and I spent a bunch of hours walking it through and he nailed it. Yeah. And now he's able to go and teach do and, and do some yeah. things. And man, it makes me so happy. Yeah. That. Uh, that he's able to do that. This is a great thing that you're saying because I think for anybody who's struggling with honoring down, like I ain't got time for that or they don't deserve it, is what you just said. Remembering that others have done, what have others done for you? Yeah. Maybe no one ever has. And if that is true, then I'm break, sorry. Then that break sucks. the curse. Yeah, but <laughs> break, yeah, break the curse. I remember um, Pastor John McKenzie is one of the greatest leaders. Yeah. We love him so much. And he's a great mentor and leader. And I remember he gosh, so many times over the last several years has given us time and energy. And one day I just was like in a moment of honor, which was easy because he's way above and has done bigger things than we have. I was like, thank you so much for what you've done. And he said, I remember when I was y'all and he said, nobody would call me back. Nobody would meet with me. Nobody would answer any of my questions. Mm -hmm. And he said, I made a commitment then that when uh, you know, to God that if he ever helped me get where I knew he had called me to be, I would never do that, mm-hmm. that I would always be one who wanted to help others. Yeah. And I think we can, as leaders decide, Hey, the gifts I have, why wouldn't I give that away? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I be intentional to whether someone's done it for us or not? Um, but I think when he said that, I remember thinking, yep. And we will too always yeah. Yeah. because we face that yeah. people who didn't call us back until 
something good happened yeah. and then they decided they Honor wanted them. to. But why not? Yeah, be honoring to because you never know. Yeah, don't burn bridges, but also in honor, you never know where that's going to lead. As I was reading uh, in my devotions this morning, uh, I read that made you sound so pastoral. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, good, I did it. As I was reading it this morning, this morning in, in God's in, word, no, in, I was reading. I was in Luke, and so I'm reading through the whole Bible this year, and I'm in Luke. So I still got. I still got a ways to go, yeah, well, but that like, Old Testament is like yeah, the vast so, majority. Yes, so I'm gonna nail it. To I'm gonna nail that. it. I got a month left. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're I'm fine. good. And so uh, it's talking about uh, Jesus's baptism. Yeah. And so Jesus shows up to John the Baptist, who's famous. Yeah. Mega famous from birth. Yeah. Right. Mega preacher. Jesus shows up to get baptized, and John the Baptist says. I'm not even worthy right. to unlace your sandals. Right. Honor. Yeah. And then Jesus, who's the son of God, right. goes down into the Jordan and humbles himself and lets John baptize right. him and later calls him the most the, the most influential man ever born of woman. They these two like dude, yeah. Jesus and John the Baptist, yeah. you know what they did? They honored each other. Yeah. They honored each other. Jesus doesn't need to honor anybody, but yet yeah. Later on at the end of his life, he washes his disciples' feet. Mm -hmm. right. Back in the day in the Bible, you know, they didn't have uh, sidewalks and uh, scooters and stuff. And fancy Nikes. And fancy Nikes. Yeah. They just had barefoot and sandals and camel poop in the road, right? I mean, it's a disaster. Right. And so, and they didn't have chairs and tables. No, so when right. they would eat they would meals, they would just on sit the on the ground. ground. Yeah. So you'd be sitting there eating your uh, pita bread and your feet would be in someone else's face with camel poop on them. And so... <laughs> So they would have a servant wash your feet when you right. walked into a house. And so Jesus and his disciples go and there's no servant there to wash the feet. And so Jesus, the leader, the pastor, right. the miracle worker, right. it says he took off his outer garment and he knelt down and he washed their feet. He honored his disciples. Yeah. And he says that the, 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 the least shall be first. Yeah. And so I think that, that as leaders of any capacity, that what we're called to do yeah. is honor. Right. We should tell people they're doing good job. Right. We should be willing to do something that feels beneath us. Yeah. We should have a meeting with someone who's not at the same level that we right. are. Be willing to give them free wisdom and advice. Right. Be willing to call out some great things in them that you see uh, them, them doing. Like just, yeah, just honor people, y'all. I mean, I think the story of John the Baptist and Jesus, what I love about it uh, is, yes, son of God and greatest. Uh, super preacher. Super preacher. But but also they were cousins. Yeah. And so like they were friends. They yeah. were bros. They knew each other since they were like four. Or, yeah. I mean since they were born actually. Yeah. But they played together when they were four. Like if you're if you're struggling in a place of honor, maybe you're in like not the main leader, and so you're like, well, where I am, the the organization that I'm in, is not an honoring culture. I can't do nothing about it. Yes, you can. Start. You and your friend can decide. Hey, we're gonna start showing honor to each other. Yeah. And start your own movement and let it trickle out to the people around you. I, I think that it's intentional that they were showing us not just being uh, super people, but also just being cousins and, yeah. and, and brothers in Christ that they were like in Christ and whatever. That's weird. But that they uh, that they were honoring each other and that we can do that, whether we're 
parents in our home, whether we're uh, leaders of an organization, whether we are just working in a department or whatever we're called to do, that honoring our friends and, and showing honor rather than being that table. Man, I remember going to the PTA meetings with the women thinking, golly, I don't want to go. They're going to pick at each other and whatever. But there was this one lady who was always so kind and joyful yeah. and honoring to everyone. We can be that person no matter what area of life we're in. Yeah. Just start honoring. Just start it. Just start shifting the culture of your business, of your church, of your organization, of your friend circle, of right. your family. If you're walking through a forest every day, yeah. eventually a path's going to open up. Yeah. And over time, that path's going to get wider and wider and wider. The same thing happens in our communication strategies. Yeah. yeah. And so if you're in a dishonoring culture, right. that's the there's a freeway right. of like mobility in how you talk how you down to do people. It. Right. Blaze the trail, man. Right. Like, I know that nobody around you is honoring anybody. Just right. start. Yeah. Just start being kind. Right. No. And the worst thing they can do is tease you, mock you, and you just keep doing it. And yeah. I promise you, it will return. Yeah. Like, in the end, now we have an honoring culture. And I'm yeah. grateful for it. Cool. Yep. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you have any questions, hit us up. Yep. We want to answer any questions that Anything you've got. At all. Yeah. Hope everybody has a great holiday. That's right. Uh, we'll see you next week. That's right. See ya.